0: And oh, that this was cube, they reinvented the waylong into the waylong GTS. The version one we already mentioned, fantastic cube. waylong version two, fantastic cube, uh, came out, came factory magnetized. And we're still now we're on the waylong version nine. Can you believe oh that? Oh my god, really? The Weilong, Weilong version nine, I think either just came out or is about to come out.
1: They're gonna hit double digits soon. Yeah, and what crazy. We're literally of- one zero.
0: yo 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 youtube it is over inspected here the greatest speed cubing podcast in the world Um, back at it again in this another classic season three episode carrie's going crazy chai's going crazy i'm going crazy you're going crazy at home and you know what i've been really crazy for recently hardware hardware has been pretty good recently i've recently got a couple new cubes um you know my room is a bit of a mess as you can tell because there's kind of boxes everywhere some of which is cubing hardware and that got me thinking You know there's a lot of hardware that is kind of like living in like its own hall of fame you know like there are there are cubes that just stand out i'm sure like if you think of like a cube right now like you can think of like a cube that like means a lot to you not necessarily like a new release that came out but something that like was really really good so much better than like an old cube you had so that's what we're here to talk about today um kind of like i don't know exactly what we're going to title this but like Cubing hardware hall of fame. I don't know. Do you guys hall have of
1: fame. A... I, I like hall of fame? It, it yeah, makes hall it hall sound of like sports. a good one, you know? It, yeah,
0: a sport. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I mean, cubing is a sport after all. Um, yeah, so yeah, so let, let, let's just get into it. No need to waste anyone else's time. let we're gonna do event this by event? event by event. Yeah, and we're gonna go in reverse order for now. We're gonna skip the blinds. Um, we'll comment on the blinds later. Um, but yeah, let's just start with square one. And I think I have what I think. Is the most influential Square One, in my
1: opinion. Oh, I have a, an opinion on the most influential, but this one is not that.
0: What? So, what is yours? Oh. Is yours the um, little magic?
1: I think I have, this is the oh Angstrom.
0: Oh, yours is yours the is Angstrom, huh?
1: Angstrom, yeah, but,
2: th- but, but but like, what's the brand model? I, I Angstrom, think it's Volt? like Volt. Ah, okay. Oh, it's That's... the Volt. Volt, yeah, V one or V two, probably. Yeah, I
1: peeled off the sticker. Like, there's a hexagonal sticker on here. Yeah, that totally yeah. looks like but, an
2: Angstrom one. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so what, what? What?
0: Tell tell me why you think the Volt, um, or, or, or sorry, do you think the Volt is the most no. influential? No. Okay. What do you, What do you think is the most influential?
1: I think the Chi Square one is the most influential because like Chi Square one. How old is this? Key? I think, I think. It, okay, I, I could be entirely wrong, but I think it's from like 2016 or 2017. Okay. I think you're uh, very close. Like, you're pretty much on target. 'Cause I just remember before that everyone was using like the Calvin square one. Right.
0: I like, remember that one. That it was a terrible effort. Bubble. Yeah, yeah, like every yeah. square
1: one before that point was like really bad and because of that the only good square one solvers were from China. I know like we talked about this as well, but like I think when the Qi Square One came out it motivated a lot of people to start cubing again. And I think as a result, like the leaderboard has people from all different countries.
0: Yeah, I mean, Square One is a really interesting one. Um, Even though I think World Podium ended up being all-American, but I think Square One is, like, one of the ones I think about. We mentioned this a while ago, how, like, Square One has had, like, a different world record single holder for, like, the last, like, 16 or 17 world records. Yeah, and I the single's, like,
1: crazy. I think
0: the majority of those are, like, different countries also, which is is pretty cool to see. Recently, um, oh, no, that was the ASR that just got broken. Um, I think it was a uh, Malaysian or Indonesian. Who oh, there? like some
1: got a PBL skip or something. Yes, yes, the four two two PBL skip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's a more testament to Square One's like huge amount of luck that can happen because sure, yeah, fair enough. Pieces can't be oriented; they're only permuted. But in terms of hardware, I really feel like corner cutting wasn't even a thing until GE came. Oh no,
0: dude! I remember like before with the my old. I think it was a Calvin's. No, no, it was probably a Meffert's Square One i remember i used to like un i would use to like align the layers like this like kind of like this so like where like the little piece is like halfway like, through like, and i would like try and slice and it
1: would like launch
0: the piece outwards
1: and it was I really know, fun I, mm-hmm. I remember that too but I, I think it wasn't like calvin square one i think i had a metford square one yeah, yeah i think it's the methods one and like yeah i remember like if, if you kind of flex it too much like the little edge piece could literally just fall out yeah which is yeah it was like got launched yeah, I, so, I remember
0: that. It was it was pretty fun. And I also got that square one at my second competition ever. I think I sold someone one of my old cubes for it. Um and I learned how to do it in the car on the way back, which was which was pretty fun.
1: Square one is a hard I, event to learn in the car. I think square
2: one, the especially the results of the WCA are very much an indicator that square one is still a developing event, right? And the reason why it's still a developing event, and it's kind of hitting that point where it just Obviously, like everyone's starting to catch up, but one of the indicators that it's a developing event still so that it's more or less US dominated. So, like, it's kind of catching up from the, the rest of the world's perspective right now, like, everyone else is starting to pick it up. But a lot of that was just first off, the methodology was not developed because mm. there's no hardware for it. Right. And then, no hardware for it. And you cannot explain to people how bad like the Calvin's and M efforts was. <laughs> oh. And the uh. you also can't explain how a monumental leap it was. I, I think the only way I can explain it is like, I, I don't know exactly how to explain the monumental leap that it had for people to understand here, but it's probably like going from like an alpha, like F5 cube or something like that mm, to the Straight gu-hop. to like a... No, not
0: even that I would like Maybe if you can go Like, to,
2: like, a, oh, like a, a Oh to the Zanchi
0: like, Interesting Yeah gonna like, say, like That's how gonna big go, it was I was gonna say To like to the Along to or something Like the, the first Owl. Owl. It's so. Well
2: yeah To the Along But like the concept Is like something That's completely broken Into something That's actually Completely speed Like speed cubable, speed cubable And speed, cubable. speed yeah, solvable yeah. yeah yeah
0: definitely Now to be fair well, Sorry Kerry You wanna mention something? I think the Qi square one and the bolt had like some, I think like the center screw had like some stripping problems.
1: Oh yeah. Which, yeah.
0: Which I think the V2 finished, fixed. And then now we have like this one, which I believe is the, um, this one is like the little magic one, which is, I think, so I think another thing that was worth considering is, I think this cube was like $5. And it's like- Oh, wow. Actually, maybe it wasn't $5. Maybe it deal. was like more like, maybe like more, cheap. more like $10. But it's, it's really very cheap, super, it's like fully, I think, well, at least half magnetized. And it doesn't fall apart. It's completely usable. Um, so if you just want to get into the event, like this is like a fantastic puzzle to just pick up. Um, yeah. And I think that I think that's really lower. important also because you can have like an amazing puzzle, but if it costs eighty-four dollars, then you know who's really going to buy that? Who is that marketed towards?
1: Yeah, yeah. We need to lower the barrier of entry. Well, Chai, you were saying that like it was hard to like articulate how big of a change the Chi Square One was. I think one way is that like. Before the Chi Square one, a lot of people were doing Polish-style turning, where it's like you would go, like, this and then re-grip ah, yeah, time, yeah. So yeah. I can't quite oh, do yeah. it, but it's like you only get one slice per hand movement, but now everyone goes, like, up, down, up, down, which is, yeah. like, a lot better.
2: It's really hard to articulate because the jump was ginormous. Probably one of the biggest hardware jumps in, t- like... Of cubing history,
1: for sure. I agree. Oh, maybe clock is another, yeah. another one way that happened. Yeah. And Manu, you'd be the say, expert for that, not well, me, because well, well, I don't well, do well, clock. We, we, can, get... we
2: should like just talk about clock real quickly because okay, that one's sure. the easiest event to talk about. Yeah, but, yeah. like I mean, Chi, What else is there to talk about? Yeah, chi yeah. I mean, yeah, chi. chi Thanks, Chi. Clock. It's a Chi <laughs> clock. I mean, that's like, it. that's
0: if, it. <laughs> if you guys don't know, like in the olden days, we used to have the Rubik's clocks, which were actually pretty good. Uh, They're pretty decent. Then in the middle, we came with the, once the Ruby clocks were discontinued, uh, this company called Lingao, they used to make these Lingao clocks, um, which were not quite as good. They notoriously were terrible out of the box, like horrible. I remember just spending hours watching TV, and I would just like, just do like, just flicks over and over just to gear the, or wear the gears down, so that they would be at least smooth enough to at least do something with
1: like they had, they had to be broken in, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You had to break like them. Like a for legit
1: a good broken point. in. Yeah, legit broke. Yeah. Like to the point where they were
0: definitely yeah. like breaking, right? Like you had to like literally like, grind them down. Um, Ugh. There were some um, innovations that were made, kind of grassroots innovations actually, for clock. Um, at some point, people would crack the clocks open, um, and you could loop them on the inside and then tape them back up. Um, we used to self nine our own clocks using ring magnets and. Um, and uh, like very very small neodymium magnets, so that way the pins were completely magnetized. Um, that way you couldn't get pins that were stuck halfway. Um, there was another clock called the Baron Wong clock, which was a modification of the Qi clock, um, which was which was very very good. In my opinion, that was the best clock before the Qi clock. Um, and then the Qi clock blew us all out of the water. Like it 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 looks great, it is designed really well. As far as I've heard, it's like it's had pretty good quality control. Um, and the new batch chi clock, I think, is the clock of choice for most people. Um, and it's not I even close. Like cl- The only reason you see like clock development happening, seven simul, seven simul no flip, um, uh, what is the other method called that Caleb
1: Trouffer uses?
0: Something with an S. No flip? No, it, it's seven. one
1: of the, uh, it's Siren. Um, oh right, Siren.
0: Yeah, the only reason you see any of these methods being invented at all is because people picked it, picked up Clock again after the Chi Clock made it actually viable. So it, it's no, no doubt in my mind. I think Chi is one of the saviors of the Clock community because Clock was easily going to get removed. I think easily. Um, oh, And, so and, and Qi, now
1: there's like so many people who care about it. it probably won't be.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a yeah, like, legit, legitimate event. That, and I think, uh, I think Jacob is uh, Jacob Ambrose is to thank a little bit for. Uh, he kind of, I guess, keeping it alive. This, yeah, he kind but of spurned this community in the Southeast did.
2: U.S. But but what I would say is, I think the Chi clock is a great way, actually, to gauge people's... I don't know, because not a lot of people even have ever touched a clock. But to compare and contrast the, the square one and clock differences, the Calvin and Meffert's puzzle was basically immovable. Like... It was as close to having a puzzle glued together as you could get. And in a sense, the Lingao clocks, for what it was worth, even though they really, really sucked, they were modifiable to the point where they were pretty satisfying. From a staff perspective, there was just a little bit of logistical challenges in regards to, like, well, we didn't have clock covers back in the day, so it was quite annoying to run. Because you mentioned you had to crack open a clock, there was a lot of illegal clocks that were, like, circulating because of wear and tear and stuff like that. Um, You know a little bit about that too, right, Manu? Just, like, how when you break a clock, you you leave it potentially illegal for competition. Yeah. Oh, really? And that's what clockers, yeah, that's what they had to do. Yeah, because if you so, crack it
0: too much, it gets too, it becomes indistinguishable. The, sometimes the pins are so loose that, like, if you flip over the clock, the pins fall. That's, you can't have that. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. So, like, for what it's worth, those clocks are modified to be quite usable. And the bigger challenges were, like, the competition organization logistics. But, you know, obviously the chi clock was hailed for, like, saving the event. But I still think the Chi square one was, like, at least two times a greater jump. Two times. From the Damn. previous All right, yeah. all right. Because I just had a Calvin square one in my desk op- on my office desk. It is atrocious. <laughs> like, it's
1: glued together. <laughs> it's, like, it well, is atrocious. <laughs> don't forget that, like, people got down to about 10 second averages with the Calvin the square one. So it's, like, not... Well, I guess now they average five so that that tells you something exactly but, right so it, it was a i would say yeah i would say it's not quite two times bigger than than the qi clock but i still feel like yeah the qi square one is still number one in my book mm. but yeah. we gotta move on to the other events yes. guys so yeah we gotta, we gotta keep next? going can only go on so long let's
0: move on to scube next um land land Oh, no, no I have kidding. no opinion. On I was going to say, dude, <laughs> I'm not passionate. <laughs> I was going to
1: lose some friends.
0: I feel like, so I don't know that much about skew, but I think I think right now the Gan skew is, like, is pretty well known. But I think the one right. that really stands out in my mind is the Wingy. Do you guys remember the oh Yeah, the yeah, Wingy. The
2: wingy. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, like... Plus, it's got, like, the little concavity to it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like the, the, that
0: concavity was, was like, major. It really allowed, like, stuff like... I Well, back then, we used to do this thing called, like, the Polish Sledgehammer. Yeah, Um, And that really allowed you to kind of like really get in there and it made the puzzle a lot easier to hold. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I think Scube allowed for a lot more like innovation with kind of the grip or the shape of the cube. Like there was the wingy and then there's also ones that had like little circular indent in in each of the centers. Kind of like the same idea, just like a way to get your fingers in there so that it doesn't slip over the top.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think the other I thing question. that they did well on the wingy is, um, they made it pretty easy to like adjust because I remember the first skips yeah. I had, they were, they were awful quality, right? Like they're, they're just like completely horrid quality. Um, but the wingies, they were pretty nice cause you could pop off the corner caps and then you could like very, very easily adjust them from there. Um, they were pretty easy to also, like, I think they were pretty easy to like lube and set up that way. Obviously magnets and stuff made them that much better.
1: Right. Also... Were wingy cubes ever considered illegal for the same reason that pillowed cubes are illegal? That's a good question. Because, like, it like no, might let you see other I don't sides. think so. I don't
2: think I don't, so. I don't think it was ever... It wasn't... Yeah, it was probably it too wasn't. recent. It was yeah,
1: too I, guess, recent I guess it, was, it was always released. allowed. I mean, yeah. I think it should be allowed. Like, there's no reason not yeah. to. But I know that, like, the WCA regulations can be very strict about, like, new innovations.
0: Yeah, pillowed cubes used to not be allowed.
1: Yeah. Oh, I guess while we have the audience, like,
2: listening to us ramble, we might as well do some cubing education. Stickerless puzzles are not always allowed.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good just point. A, yeah. Just a fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't
0: know, me, For you listeners. Sitting, yeah, because we just thinking about it. I'm like, who? Like, it seems who? like
1: every cube is stickerless now.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, who didn't know that stickerless puzzles weren't allowed? But yeah, like, if you're, new, but if you're a new cuber, yeah.
1: If you join the community in, like, 20, what, 16 onward, then then you would never know
2: yeah well we'll probably get to it when we talk about the big cubes but i almost mean it unironically that probably the biggest innovation in big cubes is uh, legalizing stickerless puzzles
1: yeah because if you
2: were if you were a big cuber back in the day where we could only use sticker cubes the maintenance for sticker cubes was actually very annoying it's, it's crazy yeah you, you, like, not, like, I, look, I get it, people should cut their fingernails regardless, but, like, it made it very apparent that your
1: fingernails were constantly wearing on the stickers. <laughs> and, like, oh, yeah, it wasn't a good feeling, like, you felt like you had to be delicate with it, because if you, if you, like, press too hard, then, like, stickers would, like, shed off of it, like, yeah. hairs off of a cat.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course there's actually like internal mechanisms that make big cubes like better now but it was just one of those things where stickers were actually quite annoying to deal with for big cubes yeah it's nothing it was, that just for cosmetic yeah. reasons we should okay. um uh, we should keep going though so for yeah. i have a question because i don't have a good answer for this one either but i feel like it has something to do with the advent of magnets but what would be the pyraminx most influential pyramid for you guys because it's kind of hard mm. i feel like pyraminx has always been a rather well oiled hardware set like it's i feel like so decent. in
0: the past they used to have ball bearings and i actually hated the ball bearings they made they were very clicky they were really loud sometimes the ball bearings never get cu- lost
2: oh you hated ball ball
0: bearings in, in school <laughs> yeah they were i didn't were, mind ball bearings they were i thought they were really annoying honestly so i feel like when when pyramids are become more magnetic then that definitely made them better the one that sticks out in my mind is the bell
2: yeah actually me too but i feel I like everyone say, had a bow. you I feel like the Moyu Magnetic Pyraminx also came out during that same time. Okay, okay. And I think the Moyu Magnetic Pyraminx, the X-Men, Bell, were pretty much the options of choice. Yeah. Although um, I think I nowadays think I think it's that Gan time, That's the yeah. best
0: one, I think.
2: That's what most Probably, people Probably, I use. think a lot of people use Gan right now. Yeah. yeah. But Pyraminx, there's not a lot to say about it, except for I think magnets and ball bearings tend to make it feel a lot different. Mm-hmm. Um, ball bearings are very
1: unforgiving but i kind of liked how
2: satisfying the click was to be quite honest
1: right um, and like especially with tips like you know so many people have gotten plus twos because like they couldn't turn a tip well yeah yeah do they put, well yeah do they put ball bearings on the tips or just the bottom? so
0: there were only ball bearings on like the on the outer faces The well yeah you know, oh, okay. on, the, on the usual faces <laughs> i actually don't ooh. yeah but now now they have magnets there yeah, um, this is
1: magnetized
2: yeah it's a good looking
0: pyramid right there
2: yeah mm-hmm. i don't but know yeah. well, i'd probably say like x-men bell moyu magnetic pyraminx are probably like most influential yeah. but i actually don't think i don't feel good about that answer like, it's I hard think of... i think it's hard oh, for us to not... say because
0: we're not super yeah. Pyraminxers. but if anyone in the audience if you if you guys know uh, yeah leave, leave us a comment also if we got any of the other ones wrong also um yeah, yeah. Leave us a comment what what is what's your favorite pyraminx what pyraminx do you think was the best pyraminx
2: what else megaminx yeah. that one's easy right the galaxy version one. Oh, the, yeah. the version
0: one yeah fair enough this one is the version two the version two lm is my favorite galaxy it is my favorite megaminx still to this day even though i have the g2 now but this one is definitely
2: theoretically cool. i don't know Carrie, if you would agree but you could argue that diane megaminx
1: with ridges release because before that oh, it was just right, the sheng yeah. show right yeah the, i feel like megaminx you know companies are also trying to solve the same thing with Skube of like making it easier to grip. I will say that I had a Diane Megaminx with ridges for a while, and it was good to grip, but I feel like after solving it like 12 times, it would like make my fingers raw with how many times I'd go, go around yeah, mm, it. True, true, So yeah. I feel like you can go too far in that respect, also. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you, Galaxy Megaminx, that's the, Gan- the-
0: The Gan Megaminx was pretty interesting for a while because it was so light, it was so easy to turn.
1: Okay, yeah, that's true.
2: Just, I'm just gonna go on this. I'm just gonna make a public service announcement. Oh, here we go. Do not buy the Gan megamix <laughs> Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, okay. I'll cover public this up. Public service announcement. It is a scam. Is it... Gan? Was, <laughs> was, Gan was a scam. It is a Gan scam. Gan number one
0: right here, boys. Dude, it is a
2: second only to the Gan 460M. A complete scam. Oh yeah, that was a terrible <laughs> one.
1: Well, I I already bought it. I can't return it now. It's, it's too late. No, this is how I, much of i, I to the it lost was. ones. But you viewers, you can save yourselves before it's too late. I didn't even sell it. I gave it away. That's how much for I did care for. Is it that for bad? Free?
2: I just hate it. I just hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten some I good times
1: with this, but you know, I, I could try going back to the galaxy. Just publish for different folks. Yeah, they
2: better release a version two, and they better release it that's cheaper. But anyway, oh, That's, yeah. that, that's, that's fair just enough. my. That's just Chai being a hater. The other innovation okay. I do
0: want to say for Mega Mixes is having the smaller Mega Mixes. The LM was amazing; like it fits in my hands. Oh yeah, if I don't have true. particularly small hands, but the Mega Mixes that were sold and the Mega Mix I currently have, like the Yuhu, I fe- it just feels bigger, and it's so it's, yeah. so, it's hard to handle. And I, I don't know; it's it's very difficult to get used to, which is why I'm also Galaxy Mega Stand right now
1: because yeah, like like you can spend a lot of time holding the Mega Mix on your pinky and i feel like it gets tired from all it the does. weight
2: yeah it gets so really having it be tired. smaller can
1: just help so much yeah
2: yeah totally agree all right so let's let's move on in the event list so i let's talk about you know the hardware innovation for fm's no i'm kidding <laughs> no. anyways uh, we're gonna... <laughs> uh
1: number two pencil
0: <laughs> oh mechanical pencils um, they don't break
2: oh that's true um, yeah get a mechanical pencil we probably Don't need to talk about oh. We can give like an honorable mention to oh. But we should talk about three blind because I think three blind is definitely slightly different. Yeah, Um, and we should definitely like
1: kind of like discuss that. um, I think there is a trend. I don't know if it's still true, but there was a time when three blinders would not want magnetized cubes. Right. Because that's what I'm. It was a lot easier to do like e turn like e slices and s slices if there weren't magnets.
0: Right. So the one that comes up to mind is the the Waylong version two.
1: The Waylong, yeah. uh, was it the GTS well, version? To yeah, the me, GTS version two. To
2: me, what comes to mind, and we can definitely like, I don't do blind, but I don't know if you're getting it mixed up, but I thought it was the GTS one.
0: Oh, sorry. I think you're right. I think it is actually the, the GTS, GTS one
2: because it's right. the one yeah. with no factory magnetization, That's and then right. they were still selling it from retail stores. Um, like a uh, cube shop in the cubicle and they were mm-hmm. self-magnetizing them that was the gts1 right that's right yes 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 the I one remember. that brandon really liked the one yes. that brandon really liked yes yeah, i think Graham, okay, Graham is a big fan
0: of the, of the gts1 as well um yeah and that cube i think was particularly preferred by blinders yeah because because it wasn't factory magnetized um you could you could like set it up to turn really really quickly especially if you want to do like all those edge comms and stuff
2: I mean, it's yeah. funny that that cube came out literally as three style was getting completely innovated. Was three style like, was it even a thing before that?
1: A three style has been well, a thing since like 2010,
2: time. I want to say. But like, but like
1: uh, was, but was like,
2: was uh, John Franco like, how was he solving the three
1: blind during that time before the GTS one? That was like 2016. I, yeah, I think 2016. you know, it was still three style, but like the prevalence of like S moves didn't become. Common until I wanna say twenty sixteen or seventeen. I could be entirely wrong of it. There's gonna be a blinder who said, I've been doing this since twenty twelve, but like I don't have a three by three with me right now. But like there's some commutators that have like five different faces, like S, M, U, R, and F. Wow. And you just can't do that if like magnets are holding you back or like it's not lubed well enough. Mm, so True, true. So I can see why people wanted like the, the fastest turning cubes ever. Yeah,
0: makes I sense. I wanna get
1: Kinda of wanna get my three by three, but it's not near me right now.
0: And then I'll I, we might as well talk about multi blind at this time also. So for multi blind, because another thing for multi blind is um, the best multi blinders, they need like forty cubes, right? So you can't get like you can't get forty can cubes because that you're gonna you're just completely gonna go broke, right? So that the the V one was originally that one was what a lot of people used, but that was actually discontinued at some point. Um, and so now I think what a lot of people use um also because it makes the upkeep a lot easier are the stickerless uh yushin little magics because those yeah. also come in a factory magnetized version and a non-factory magnetized version um and the non-factory one the non-magnetized one i think is the um is the cube of choice at least at least for people like graham because you can just get bunches of them from like um, from wholesale retailers
1: yeah yeah uh, they are cheap I, I could be entirely wrong with this, but I also remember people throwing out the cheese sale as a really cheap option. Oh, really? Okay. Hmm. I don't know if it's for the, the Goldie, sale. But like, sale was
0: very cheap, definitely. Yeah, I'm. I'm lo- I, I was, was curious,
1: cheap. so I looked it up. It's it's three ninety five. Oh wow! Yeah, like, which is and that's if you just you, buy one I mean, one it of was them.
2: so cheap. There was a cheese sale challenge at US National. I remember I that. Yeah, I think it was like challenge. putting. Make doing oh. whatever you can to make the best possible cheese sale possible. And for You're some right. reason, I think people were putting sand. In. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were
1: trolling. With sand, oh, was, oh like to wear I it down. I think they were like...
2: trolling, but they were probably trying to wear it down. Yeah.
1: As an abrasive.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. That was 2017. Well,
1: I, I thought people put sand in like original Rubik's cubes back in the 2000s to wear them down, and like I thought like, we we had grown up, we had grown past that.
0: Nope, we're we're still in the same <laughs> era.
1: But, but I guess. Yeah, we're still in the sand um, era.
0: Alright, I think that ends everything except for the end-by-ends, so let's move yeah, on. Yeah, let's
1: go to the end-by-ends. Do by we seven? want to start with 2x2 two
2: two or 7x7? Seven seven? Let's, let's start with 7.
1: 7 seven. By 7 Okay, I don't know the big cubes that well. I know yeah, there's I mean, the haze. I remember
2: the
0: haze it, 7 when that, when that came out. I think currently the MGC is really popular.
1: Yeah, I think the MGC is popular, but I don't like it that much
0: yeah i don't remember what like the first factory magnetized 7x7 was i want to say uh was it a i remember i remember cubes like the alfu um i remember that was definitely a thing i don't remember if it was super popular though
1: well in terms of like hall of fame since we're talking about like historic like let's put v cube on the list oh, making yeah. the very very first 7x7 obviously like you know no one uses the v cube anymore but like they're the ones who first tried it so i guess props to them for pioneering I think the, yeah i think so but also i i'm trying to think of like there's
2: definitely newer 7 by 7s that are a good choice but i think for me for 7x7 specifically i'm definitely going to pick the aofu and i think about it from this perspective there's only one reason that i i'm not a fan of the aofu at the time, I think it was retailing for like fifty to sixty dollars. Oh geez, forty yeah. forty nine ninety nine something like that. That's but the true. thing is, for a seven by seven, I would have paid that money because your options at the time, when upon release, was the V Cube and the Shengshou Pillowed and the Shengshou Not Pillowed.
0: Oh yeah, the Shengshou cubes, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I never liked. You could argue too. the
2: Shengshou one. Yeah, you could argue those could like have been a great innovation, but I think the Alfu for what it was, it was like the first modern
1: big cube variation that really did well oh really Wait, when did the Alfu come out
2: uh probably 2014
1: oh that oh that that's, is a long time yeah, ago that, that yeah that's about right well i remember the the era when like sheng xiao cubes like ruled the the big end by ends right but they were like very blocky that's what i remember yeah
0: i think yeah. The, the other thing that was an important innovation especially for those bigger cubes was having corners that were not necessarily the same size as the rest of everything else because that actually yeah, made like, the mechanism a lot easier to work with i think and that
1: made oh, them the a more stable that. i think so. oh, like, Sheng did yeah. that too
2: Sheng did that too right
1: yeah Sheng did i remember Sheng chao released or or they had a bigger they had,
2: they had a bigger outer layer i think
1: yeah that's true um
0: i'm gonna give a I think, quick shout out to the this one this was the cubing classroom one I think, as Chai mentioned, the other seven by sevens are really expensive. I'm pretty sure this one was like fifteen bucks or something. So. Oh really? Wow. If you just if want you about, to to like, compete with, then yeah, the Cuban classroom. Obviously, these are not particularly good cubes, but hey, it gets the job done, right?
1: Yeah, if you think about how a seven by seven has like, what, two hundred fifty, individual pieces, maybe like four hundred. I don't even know what the number is. Then like, for fifteen dollars, each piece is like what seven cents. So that's like pretty cool. Yeah. What I was uh, the the reason
2: why I thought that was interesting is because when we're moving on to six by six, my answer is very very different. Um, I think six by six the answer I thought it was very straightforward. Okay. Um, but I think I'm actually I was I was going to say YJ the YJ MGC, right? Okay. MGC. And th- because six by six always had issues with hardware, especially on the popping front, stability front. Even Speed layer puzzles,
0: yeah. Even layer puzzles are always like hard to deal with.
2: But I've changed my answer to the oushi WRM. Oh, that's interesting. The newest six by six because. Wow. Okay. The results don't lie, like everyone's breaking everything on on this puzzle because it's interesting, huh? It's the first time that I felt like a six by six is better than the current four by four flagship.
1: Oh really? That's I, really I have to buy one because like yeah. my 6x6 sucks right now so maybe i'll buy an ouchie right now and I think it's like w- for the first time the 6x6 flagship is
2: competitive whereas i felt like the mgc like it, it closed the gap but it didn't really feel like the flagship was like a true flagship in comparison to the other puzzles that stuff like 7x7 uh-huh. was so much more developed 5x5 was like way more developed that's Aushi interesting. wrf yeah so actually i'm gonna vote,
0: i'm pick. gonna put in the vote for the do you guys remember the x-man shadow
1: yeah i oh, remember that yeah um, i think that that puzzle. was yeah. that
0: was the first cube the first 6x6 that i used that made me feel like okay this is like 6x6 is actually a puzzle that i can go and attempt now because everything else was just too blocky too poppy um you know if they weren't magnetized then it was going to be impossible to to use right but that the X Men shadow which i think is this cube right like here like this is a, yeah. this was a good cube man and i think it wasn't ultra expensive either
1: Oh, nice. Also, that's a cool design you have on it. It's like a checkerboard. Yeah, button, I, I don't know why I decided to
0: randomly checkerboard my, my big cubes from a while well, ago. Well, I like it. Oh, we were talking about the wingy. also. I, I have the wingy here.
1: Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm. So, Wow, you, you've got everything Not at quite. your disposal.
2: <laughs> I think for 6x6 six six and 7x7, seven seven, so I thought that was interesting in terms of, like, in my personal mind... I thought that the timeline difference was very stark. <laughs> like me picking like the most modern six by six versus the seven by seven, like almost 10 years ago. Five by five is a very, very interesting one. So I definitely want to spend a little time on five by five. Yeah,
0: five by five, hmm. Oh, I feel like I'm so, out of the
2: game on this one, but I remember some of the older, I remember like the Ao Chuang, that, that
0: that's a cube I remember. I kind of remember, which one was the Yushin one? I thought the Yushin one was pretty decent also. From It was like, just called the Yushin five by five that's it was, it was oh, oh it, that's actually yeah you're right i think it was just the yushin 5x5 mm-hmm. that, that one was a good cheap one the good cheap puzzle
2: yeah the qi wu was oh no that's oh, that, uh, that's 4x4 four four. qi no that's 4x4 four wuchuang four. yes i think that yeah. yeah yeah the wu chuan, chuan. Wu chuan,
0: yeah
2: one of those two the qi one was very good um yeah oh, i
0: i like the um I got this cube like about four or five years ago. The I don't know if you guys remember the Huanglong.
1: Huanglong, like yeah, like yellow dragon. It's, it's a
2: it's a decent
1: cube. Oh, I'm like what, it's not that like good. <laughs> a Huanglong. Yeah,
2: Huanglong. Yeah.
0: Is, yeah. I thought I thought that was a pretty decent cube. Actually, yeah, you're right. It was it was just like very decent. It was not particularly. It was not stand out good. It
2: was deep cut. Nice. Yeah,
0: that yeah, that is a bit of a deep cut. <laughs> I just remember being ex- excited to get it because I think.
2: That was a, I think we did a group buy for that one. That was a, that's a decent puzzle, but like, I definitely think for me. I don't you know,
0: know. I, th- I'm going, I keep going back to the outron for some reason. Yeah.
1: Kerry, do you have an opinion on 5x5? Uh, I, I feel like I, I don't remember the differences between these enough to like make a vote. Like, I remember, I remember the differences. So for me, it's very simple. For me, All
2: right. I was a bit, I'm a big hair on like price gouging. Yeah. So I remember the outro, the Moyu Ultron being $40 retail. Mm. And Man, the Yushin 5x5. The, mm-hmm, the Yushin 5x5 came out with a 15 to 12, $18 retail price. Immaculate. Thank you, Yushin. Almost three Thank you, Yushin. <laughs> you can thank Yushin for the big cute market plummeting in that price. That is a good point.
0: That's actually a really, really good point.
2: Uh,
1: like, yeah, very yeah, good I guess. player. I guess once you shouldn't like lower the price everyone else has to or else no one's going to buy them anymore
2: yeah because it was too good like at the point like yeah, it, yeah and it was good before, right so you could argue like performance wise like okay maybe it's approximately the same maybe it's slightly it feels slightly different it's not like any worse it's not necessarily any better but when you get to that point where you're ch- you're cheaping out by like 25 dollars almost then you mm-hmm. got you, you know 25 us dollars you can do your own math on like how much that means to you but that's a whole nother puzzle that you could purchase with that money right
1: or like 5G so, sales that's what I'm saying <laughs> if That's so, what like you're I into. think the Yushin
2: 5x5 yeah the Yushin 5x5 was very very influential would definitely be my pick as like in general one of the greatest releases of all time because now with the exception of Gand, I mean like no one's that interested in price gouging so I think everything yeah true is true a lot of people are really reasonably yeah very very reasonable these days what else four by four yeah Um, four by four is
0: is pretty interesting also because i mean i remember the first four by fours i messed around with Yushin blue i remember that was like really really popular um back in the day but i think basically all the modern puzzles just completely blow that those cubes out of the water i mean obviously but like i think also in terms of like improvements they do
1: right yeah yeah.
2: for four by four if i had to say what was the most influential or our greatest 4x4 release of all time I mean the mini Aosu
1: was, oh, yeah. was
0: good yeah
1: yeah I-, I was gonna say I don't know many 4x4 brands but I do know the Aosu and I guess the mini version of it because like I feel like everyone was using it like 10 years ago yeah both of them I mean like
2: it was just sort of like the only choice that you could purchase and it was a decent choice at the time I yeah, also nice. think 4x4 has the most potential to have a new release be the most influential of all time. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. The yeah. hardware is a little bit behind for 4x4. I could see it. I could see it.
0: I, oh, when you the, this today. Do you guys know when, when this cube came out? This is a this cube I recently got. Uh, this is the AoSu WRM. Um, th- this cube is fantastic. Like, I've, I've never it's had good. a cube this good. I, I remember the Wutrui, the original Trade, the Wutrui M. That was really good. Um, but yeah,
2: this, this has been really good. But is it old? three years or so oh, okay it's four old, years man. old yeah
1: old. the yjmdc is like three years old too oh wow which mm-hmm. i'm yeah. always impressed by like your memory about these things like knowing how many years ago something happened
2: well the the biggest thing that i take away from is like you know after i started cubing i guess i was like sort of into like just these purchasing things but yeah you had a lot of puzzles it's because i was counting my cash boys I can um... never forget the companies that are price gouging everything. <laughs> That's
1: right. Yeah, it's important to keep. The, track Gan, of that the stuff. Gan Mega Mix was like fifty something dollars. You know who you
0: know who to aim for.
1: <laughs> you know. Well, is the... there like I wonder if someone's made a like timeline or like a poster that shows like when cubes were released, all in one image, so that you don't have to like look it up. This on sounds page. like a cube roll project. No, no, don't. Well, there's this no data. This like a cube roll project. You guys have a YouTube channel too. <laughs> yeah, you guys, well, you, you guys can do like, it.
0: Actually, that might be an interesting project. Now that you think about it. But I don't know. enough. Well, it, you you have you have oodles of knowledge, dude.
1: No, not about hardware. Like all I know about is like results. I feel like, like you could ask <laughs> me like who who got like a five point five five or something. I could tell you, but not not hardware. Didn't,
0: didn't Matt's get five five five?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I chose an okay. easy one just because. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um. All right,
0: let's skip three by three. Let's let's go to two by two. Uh, okay, no, I two do have two. an answer for two by two. Okay, I remember yeah. this, and I'm gonna make deep cut. All the way back in 2013, the only reason I remember this because I bought this puzzle at my very first competition, and I broke it. At that very first competition, I lost it a Turtle piece, I was never able to use it again. The was old plastic
1: Diane. Diane two by two. The old See, that's plastic Diane in
0: particular. I, everyone yeah. was raving about this cube back then, and I still don't entirely know why. I guess they changed some formula when they came up with the new plastic, but the OP Diane 2x2 was the cube to have if you were going for to- For years. If you if you wanted to do the 2x2 at all. Yeah, yeah for a long time. Because before that, this is also an insanely deep cut. Do you guys remember this company called East Sheen?
1: Yes, yes. Actually, I was going to bring up Yishin when For we were mentioning 4x4s and 5x5s, but like those are so bad that like, I don't even know if they deserve that like, <laughs> so, so, acknowledgement. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I
0: remember I bought an sheet 4x4. I got it in the mail. I was so excited because I didn't know how to solve a 4x4, right? I was cubing, and I think my sister accidentally stepped on it and it exploded. And then I, yeah, I was that kid, like, I, I like, could not put it back together either. So, I bought another one, and then I was cubing, and then it exploded. <laughs> So.
1: Oh, Sheen and I so, have a so,
0: very bad relationship.
1: Dude. So, so you and four x four just it just doesn't work no, out. No, no,
0: no. the is the Ichin one in particular. Uh, All my other four x fours are five six, but
1: specifically the sheet Just freaking sheen, man. Why? Well, I, I remember like it, it, you would have to like put a lot of force into turning each layer of the east Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I think the Diane two x two must be historical because like people would talk about like, is this the Diane killer? For like each new two by two, and I don't know if people have like used that terminology for any other puzzle.
2: That's interesting. Like, you know yeah, what? I, no, I don't think anyone's ever done that. Yeah. I yeah mean For like, uh, for a different release, like, is this the uh, is this the, the, the Calvin Square One killer? Like, I mean, even yes, like, yes, or, yes, or, yes or, like, everything, everything like is a Calvin killer. killer. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe
1: like Calvin was so bad that like it was already it killed itself. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I so I think I you're right. simply remember because because I lost that internal piece. That internal piece was none other than a torpedo actually it was a torpedo that was put inside um put inside i think it was like it was an edge torpedo that's what it was um and without that in there the cube got really really unstable it would just like randomly lock up and stuff and i think that was one of the major major innovations that diane had made at that time in terms of like two by twos in general not just old plastic new plastic
1: Um, torpedoes
0: yeah because because back then this is like something that kids never have to deal with now cubes would pop like popping was a thing that was like when people did When you know we in a previous episode we talked about um like you like different youtubers right and doing reviews this was one thing that was in the reviews like how resilient is it to pop yeah yeah like is it easy to pop nowadays we never have this problem but that was a big innovation that was done back in the day um i I think it's another reason why it was like really really highly related really really highly people,
1: read it. people would say things like oh i did an average of a 100 and only got three pops like, <laughs> that would that was like a low number yeah if you had that yeah. these days you'd be like damn this puzzle sucks yeah i know <laughs> like I, I wouldn't want any puzzle to pop nowadays right, but, right. like i remember two by two especially was annoying when it popped because it had like the internal hidden pieces right so like like i didn't really mind if my three by three because i could just pop it back but then like I remember like my Diane 2x2 two two was like spring-loaded, and so like if pieces started to come mm. out, you'd have to like push them back with a lot of force, mm-hmm. and I see, didn't like that. And I think that's one see, reason why I never got into 2x2. Two two.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think 2x2, two two, so like I wasn't around for the old plastic Diane. so this is what's interesting to me. I think the old plastic Diane will most likely be the first cube that has aftermarket activity and what i mean ah. by that is i know personally i would drop at least a hundred i would i would drop a whole like you know a whole stack, stack of cash i would drop $100 a hundred dollars to old, pick, old pick up someone's whole plastic diane oh I mean, just, right. just to have it just to i just think it's one know, of those cubes like... it's just it's just a relic like it doesn't exist anymore there's no way to get it not enough people have it and it's just if you have yeah, it, you a have point. a piece of, you have history. a piece of cubing history. Uh, yeah, cubing totally, history. totally. Well, Like, you could say that with like the Sheens or whatever, but like, those no, are- no, th- those cubes suck. Th- those, you don't want yeah, those, I mean,
0: because th- they, they had bad reputations. Like, the- like, I think there's no resale value. Yeah, yeah. In well, the
2: future, there will be resale value for it to die in old plastic. See, that's the thing, they released a new plastic, same mechanism, just did not But work. it was trash,
0: right, so, right, exactly
2: that confirms well, my theory because i think the old plastic diane will be the first but i have a mint condition oh god RCM not this 2020. Wait, 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 what is that <laughs> the RFCO in that... 2020 oh god not mint seeing... condition oh and i am holding on to it to beat Until... inflation currently at four to beat inflation oh my god it's yeah so, make sh- so yeah, yeah. so in the next 50 years this will be part of my retirement fund no way no way um, dude i basically like sell babies. this and purchase my dream house that that i can you know live That's for the rest of my uh, absolute, elderly
0: years absolute nonsense um but just to so wrap this up on- is- <laughs> there's no way there's no way but just to wrap up on the uh on the op two by two when i was thinking of like okay like this is a topic that we could talk about that is the exact first cube that came to mind as like this cube deserves to be in the hall of fame the old plastic, old plastic diane two by two if you 2x2. don't have one you should go get one now i'm literally gonna go to ebay to go and try and find one uh hopefully i can get one for like 20 bucks or something wish me luck anyway yeah i don't think anyone's than, gonna sell it for 20
2: bucks i oh. think people who have it Wait,
1: they understand the significance they know of
0: it. okay fair they enough. will
1: hold yeah because no one else is gonna have it I well know. why d- i don't understand why companies like diane don't have their ears to the community and, and like hear this and they're like oh maybe we should bring it back because they could i bet i blame global warming i actually yeah. don't know
0: i actually don't know how it stacks up to <laughs> the modern kidding. i have
2: no idea
0: <laughs> i don't know how it stacks up to the modern two by twos um i i don't know if the modern ones are better or not better i'm sure the modern ones are better they probably pop even less so yeah they're probably th- they're definitely objectively better
2: but, but like, like are they
0: emotionally better you know like did, did they have like no, the same not nostalgia really. no
2: not, not even close no right. anyway well the, the well, old anyway. plastic Diane had that i believe it had that similar like silica feel that like boron treated cubes had for a while oh, so like a little bit like i think there was like that's, texture that's a texture to cut, the old plastic man. Diane the bo- too
0: boron i remember the boron coated cubes now like now that you mentioned it but i had gotten i, a lot I, I, I believe think that's, that's what it.
1: yeah chris tran made a boron treated cube for patrick Ponce or something i, so, I was like sp- are are we in a like science lab or or yeah, what? Yeah, yeah.
0: Chris, I, I guess that he, like, he was also someone to mention in one of the uh, previous episodes about whatever. Never
1: mind. Forget. forget oh, in previous episode. Well, Chris didn't do YouTube as much, but just more like hardware innovations. I guess you're right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Let, well, let's so move to, th- to the biggest event of them all. Yes. 3 the by 3 3 by 3, three by, three, by this what, 3
0: And I think wh- whoever wins 3 by 3 has to, is like probably the most iconic cube of all time. So, think think carefully before you vote on this one. I think I have Okay, I have two answers. One of which I think you guys are going to say, but
1: I I think I have an answer because this is Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, this is Hall of Fame. Okay. The greatest well, we USA say it?
0: ever released. Okay. No, no, not great. Oh,
1: okay. Well, okay, okay, okay it's, okay, well, it's like
0: it's like, you know, like the biggest innovation or whatever, right?
1: Okay. All right. Let's do it.
0: Three, two, one. The Zanchi. GTS two M. Oh, <laughs> interesting. We all had different answers. Okay, Guhong was Guhong was like, okay. version two, probably.
2: Yeah. Okay. Do and you know, want to break say? it down chronological order? So like yeah, Guhong l- l- and then let's Zanchi do it that way. and GTS two. So
0: well, the Gu I think there's the the Guhong one came out, then the Zanchi, and then the Guhong two. Wait, is that right?
1: I I don't know. Um. So, I was like debating in my head whether to say Gu Hong or Zanshi because my first speed cube was a Zanshi. So, I feel like, you know, I'm more familiar with a Zanshi. I guess I picked Gu Hong just because it's like the thing that pulled the community away from just Rubik's brand cubes
0: and the DIY cubes. Those cubes were also
1: like a lot of people. I remember the Type F cubes, like,
0: people wanted to use those at the time. And I really wanted my mom to buy me a Type F cube, but she's like, no, you're not going to put this together. And I think she was probably right.
1: Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) Is it just called DIY because, like, the the cube didn't come assembled?
0: Yeah, I think so,
1: baby. I think
2: so, yeah. That's probably why.
1: So I guess you could, like, yeah. adjust
0: the tensions and stuff, like, a lot easier because there were no tensions originally.
1: Weird. Yeah, I was not around in that era, so, like, I have no idea what it was like. But yeah, I just figured, like, before the Gu Hong, like, when someone said, Oh, I have a Rubik's Cube, it literally was a Rubik's-owned cube. That's
0: right, that's right, yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, one of the like, I yeah everyone had the Zanshi. I feel like the Zanshi was also one of the first cubes I remember being stickerless. Um, because I yes. remember having both the Zanshi and the Guhong, and this the Zanshi was my favorite. It was the stickerless Zanshi. I actually still have it. It's actually on the on the table over there. Um, and that was my favorite. I wanted yeah. to use it at the competition, but I couldn't because it was a stickerless puzzle. So I instead I, I ended up submitting a Guhong. Um, which, you it, know
1: what didn't. Didn't people do this thing where they took stickerless Xanches and then they would dye them black because they liked the, the, the oh, feel really? of Oh, so really? Like they, they would dye them black and then add stickers so they could still keep the nicer feel of the stickerless wow.
0: cube. Wow, that, that's, that's dedication.
1: <laughs> I know. And, and now no one has to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. And if we're talking Not about the Hong, then, kids, <laughs> yeah, one of the cool things about the Guhongs, I already mentioned this torpedoes. That was the big thing when uh, oh, the Gu Hong I, version 2 came out was Torpedoes. The Edge Torpedoes I thought, in
1: particular. Uh, for some reason, I thought that Zanshis were the first to have Torpedoes, but I guess The not one enough. that I
0: have, at least, that one does not have Torpedoes.
1: That one is... oh it's The, a
2: very, the first puzzle to have Torpedoes, I believe, is the Dian Lunhui. Oh, the Lunhui? Oh, oh. Then, yeah, and then the oh, Gu Hong came out shortly after with Torpedoes. Oh, I see. And Zanchi. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I believe the Lunhui was the first to have Torpedoes. It might have been Jules Madeline that was heavily involved with, like, torpedo design. I don't oh, know. okay. I'm not okay, cool. exactly sure. But, yeah, I mean, big internal hardware improvements for you guys' selection. Makes a lot of sense. And my selection is the same thing. Just huge, just focus on internal. The reason why I picked the GTS2M is because you'll notice a trend. For me, my influential puzzles are usually price-related. The GTS two M was the mm. first factory mass-produced factory right. magnetized puzzle, right. and it was the first time where it was affordable to the average consumer, for mm. lack of a better term. Um, of course, before that, you would do your own magnetization through a retailer. They would have to mark it up because of the time and labor, which definitely makes sense. But if you involve magnetization from the factory, it lessens that cost dramatically, just based off of you know your lack of overhead expenses that you need to utilize in comparison to in-person manual labor. Right. So I think the GTS-2M on top of that being the first mass uh, f- factory magnetized puzzle also just feels great and was extremely competitive to the Volk 3, which at the time did also, not have factory magnetized. But that was also a
0: fantastic puzzle.
2: It was fantastic. It would arguably, I would pick that puzzle but it was had they done that innovation? Right. I, no, I, no, I think, not bad. I that. Oh. This just had they because the magnets, I think, unequivocally made the GTS two M better. Yeah. Oh, but okay. the Valk three had magnets, but it was just aftermarket magnets, so it was just like this weird thing. Yeah. Um, so I, think, I would pick the GTS two.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. one thing which is also interesting to mention is I remember in 2016 when I was getting back into cubing, um, the Moyu was I think pretty, f- I want to say like decently far ahead of. Most other um, companies at the time, and they had two rival products. Basically, they had they had the Along, then they had the, the they had the Waylong. Waylong. This is yeah. the original Waylong. I bought this cube um, in 2016 because I was like, wow, this seems it seems cool. This is a terrible cube. This cube is blocky <laughs> and like difficult to turn. And the Along was definitely way better. Along V2 um, was I think uh, a lot of people used that cube at the time. But then they moved to the Along GT, and that was a horrible cube.
1: Oh, that this was this cube,
0: they reinvented the waylong into the waylong GTS. The version 1, we already mentioned, fantastic cube. waylong version 2, fantastic cube, uh, came out, came factory magnetized. And we're still, now we're on the waylong version 9. Can you believe oh that? Oh my god, really? The Weilong, Weilong version 9, I think either just came out or is about to come out.
1: They're gonna hit double version, digits soon. Yeah, crazy. We're lazy. So
0: this was the original Waylong. So I also have a piece of cubing history. I must say, this was a terrible cube, but this it has the name the Waylong. So.
1: Oh, man. Well. I think it's good that we all pick three different answers because then we have like a reason to explain them. Yeah. We're not all on the same page. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, I do want to give a like a quick honorable mention section because I think these cubes are also really really good. But um, I think they just barely missed the cut. Um, I want to give a shout out to the RS3M, the first RS3M, because that was absurdly cheap, and that was a really, really good cube um, for how cheap that one was. And also my, uh, my, my child, the the, the cube that I yeah. think is is just phenomenal, the Yushin Little Magic, dude. That cube was the little cube that could. It was so good. It lasted me forever. I actually used it so much that I actually lost all the frosting on it. Um, because, oh, just, right. from, just from so much use. Um, that cube lasted me a very, very, very long time until I want to say two years ago when I finally bought the Tornado version 2
2: um thank you <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So, thank uh, you i was so uh, tired of your little magic the upgrade <laughs> needed to happen but man dude yeah I-, I
0: loved the little magic a fantastic queue at an amazing price you can, point
1: you can always yeah. buy another and annoy chai some more yeah maybe i'll just look the little I'll, magic I'll series was good the else. little magic series was pretty lit and yeah. like i find it really awesome
2: that during this entire series we talked about Dian, Yushin, Moyu, and
1: Chi. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 but, but when the video started, what? we were saying a lot of Chi cubes, so I was like, "Is Chi gonna dominate the conversation?" But I'm glad it didn't.
0: Well, there's one notable but,
2: exception here.
1: There's one notable. We did mention the Gan cube, but oh, Gan not getting I, mentioned.
2: Yeah, I don't think we really mentioned Gan, but like, it's yeah. not like. I mean, they have great puzzles. Um but what I like is the diversity in our cube manufacturer conversations. Yeah. And I think if you're talking about like, these are like in the past, right? So these days, Yushin is not a super active company anymore. Diane also, they're trying to hang on in terms of like the cubing, the cubing scene. But it just so happens that Gan is not competing with them, but they were a part of that conversation for this pod. Gan is competing with Moyu and G, right? right? So that's their competition. And GAN has great puzzles, don't get me wrong. In fact, the uh, this'll be my honorable mention, but I do think the GAN twelve UI free play, the Bluetooth GAN twelve oh, interesting. is a game changer. It is hundred plus dollars, but it is the first time that I felt like a smart cube was like actually a speed cube? Well, I would pay hundred plus dollars for a legitimate smart cube. Like that, could just That's have true. no fr- no frills, smart cube, right? I, I, the Ganna carry gonna, had yeah. problems, right? The Rubik's connected, it was pretty expensive, but it was really cool. But this, it's just a speed cube that happens to have Bluetooth signals inside it. Oh, right? wow, yeah. I was so gonna like, say, like, yeah,
1: like when the, the idea of a smart cube was first being brought up, I was like, there's just no way it's ever gonna turn quite as well as a real cube, or if it is it's already like happening down the road, it already happened, yeah, it's already happened. So, so I guess that's, yeah. that's GAN's one claim to fame on this video.
0: Uh, I'll give them one more. I like the UM. Or no, sorry, the SM was yeah. better. The honeycomb uh, the honeycomb texture on the inside of the edges and corners, that was really cool. I liked that. That felt good. Uh, it had adjustable magnets. That was one of the first systems to do that. Um, it was a pain oh, yeah. to adjust. And the G.S. nuts were terrible. Having to carry around that <laughs> thing was horrible. I got it as a gift, so I didn't have to deal with any of that. But it was it was an innovation, that's for sure.
1: That's true. Really, again. Uh, cubes always come shipped with like ten thousand magnets that you can swap out. So Ego like eco-friendly. I mean, <laughs> you're only gonna use one out of them. So like, maybe it's not so eco-friendly. But props to them for trying to make it like a customizable experience. Props for them for trying, because like honestly, they tried so that the other
2: companies could like refine it. Yeah, like, yeah, truthfully. Yeah, totally. Like they came out with systems that you know was the essentially the industry standard, and then it was refined um we could talk about other releases that weren't notorious for other reasons for like not not gan but like Chi tried to experiment with center magnets by swapping out center caps with the Vol3 elite so stupid oh the Vol3 elite was terrible you guys
0: remember Dude. the okay well okay well, we need to wrap this up so i'm not gonna mention we'll yeah. wrap it, up. Well,
1: we'll wrap it up. we can make a whole video about like worse products but, oh this,
2: maybe we should to well, this is meant to complement Gan in this entire influence, too. Just in a sense that, like, yeah, they, they're they a little bit out there with their designs compared to the other puzzles. So, you know, like or to hate it, that's that's what they do best.
1: Well, you know? they say Gan is the apple of cubing. Yeah. For, yeah.
2: for reasons. For reasons.
1: For multiple reasons. For, mu- yeah. for multiple reasons. Maybe we'll, uh, you know, take off the mute button as well on the <laughs> The mute button? Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh right, that's, that's very new, the iPhone 15, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> who, who knows? That remains to be seen, but uh, as this stands, that was our list of, we just went event by event, um, our favorite puzzles of like the last like decade, the most influential puzzles we thought. We almost certainly missed some puzzles. So if there's any that you guys thought were interesting, leave us a comment. Um, even if you're listening on the audio platforms, jump on over to YouTube. You know, we're friendly here. We aren't that ugly. Um, give us a like, comment, subscribe, you know, all that stuff. And yeah, let us know what your favorite puzzles were. Um, but all that said, I think it's time to, to wrap this, put a bow on it. As some people say, um, if you were, did we forget to
2: tell the audience, did we forget to tell the audience that we're the greatest speedkeeping podcast in the world? I think I said it at the jump, but
0: never heard the second time. We are definitely still the greatest Um. speedkeeping podcast in the world, baby.
1: Oh, I'm so Thank reassured. you for confirming that
2: we are the greatest speedkeeping podcast in the world. I right. appreciate you what's, confirming what's, what's that What's funny statement. is that like
0: this is like completely off off tangent, but uh, we say it so often that like sometimes when you, we run into people, they're like, "Oh, you're from Overexpected. You guys are like the greatest speedkeeping podcast in the world." they I ironically say it. Like, we've got kind of, like willed it into existence to some degree at least. I
1: know, which is funny. It's a self fulfilling prophecy. Like, hey, wait, are we... are we off the air or like? uh let we're off the air air. now bye 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 bye, bye. bye. goodbye the greatest speaking podcast in the world yeah (laughs) greatest speaking podcast in the world has ended well not not like overall but just this episode goodbye everyone okay bye bye everyone